bienvenidos to the last episode of Merendiando Season 2. Today we have four guests from Aluna's upcoming production of The Solitudes. We sat down with four members of the ensemble, Rosalba Martini, Lara Arrabian, Liliana Suarez, and Janice Mayers. We talk about the process of co-creating this show, working with this group of female theater makers, and about this unique creation process that takes inspiration from personal experience and found text. This episode is in Spanglish, as some of our guests only spoke Spanish during the interview and others only spoke English. So, enjoy it. And because it was our last episode, we prepared some tostadas for our guests. They were super yummy. A little home cooking, you know? Yeah, well, tostadas, yeah. but it was made with a lot of love. It was, it was, it was. Because this is the last episode of the season, we just want to say thank you so, so much for listening and being a part of this season of Merendiando. I feel like this season we've really taken the podcast to another level and it's all thanks to your engagement, your feedback, and to you listening. So all you people out there, thank you so, so much. We're really excited that we got to spend another season sharing all these local stories with you. For more information about what's coming up next, keep an eye out on Aluna's social media pages. And we have to say a very special shout out to the team at Aluna Theater who are so supportive, so wonderful, and uh, make great art online and, of course, in person in the theater. Muchas gracias por escuchar. And now sit back and have a listen. We have today uh, the amazing ladies uh, of Solitudes. I I love all of you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> You're all amazing. We've seen you around the city, performing in different places. We Most of you we know from other shows, so it's an honor for us to offer you some tostadas and to have some time to chat with you. So to start, can we just have each of you say your name And what is something that it has inspired you a lot in this creative process? All right, I'll start. <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, Lara Arabian. Um, something that ins has inspired me uh, is the um, all the conversations, getting to know these women over the last, because it's been an almost two-year process. By the time we open, it's going to be two years since we started the, the piece. Wow. So... Um, It's unlike any process that I've ever been a part of. And to be able to have the time to uh, get to know these women, not only as on a professional level, but more on a personal level. And it's it's been very, very, very special. I'm Rosalba Martini. And I do have to say the honesty. It has inspired, first of all, me to say things that I would normally not reveal, except to very close friends, um, things that have happened to me that I've said only to people that I've been intimately connected to. I, I decided I'm going to let it all out and leave it out to posterity. It's, uh, there's no reason why we should keep certain things secret, let, you know, especially the things that have happened to us. It's just let them out. Someone out there, where not everything is going to end up in the show, of course. A lot of things, <laughs> just today we caught a huge scene <laughs> that we thought was quite powerful. But uh, whatever ends up there that might, might have felt really personal two years ago might end up helping, if it helps one person in that audience, someone who relates, someone who says, oh my God, that happened to me too. It's a universal problem. It's not just mine. Mm -hmm. And so just 
that in itself makes it all rewarding. And the women, we are so diverse, we are so different, and uh, we have a lot of laughs, sometimes too much. Uh, we disagree on a lot of things, but it's always to help the process, to help each other, to clarify things. We ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Some things make you very, very vulnerable, and so you shed those tears and you release that, and you, again, you just let it out there. Let it be known. Beautiful. Ha sido como montarme todos los días en una montaña rusa. <risa> cada día es diferente, cada día tiene unos subes y bajas, gritamos, nos reímos, lloramos, pensamos mucho, eh, reclamamos, reclamamos porque estás diciendo esto, qué es lo que quieres, qué es lo que significa. Eh, también nos, a mí personalmente me ha llevado mucho a muchas cosas que, que tengo en el cuerpo, que tengo en mi memoria y otras que no tenía. Entonces es una montaña rusa que en la vida real no me montaría, en una montaña rusa, pero en el teatro sí. Uh -huh. Ha sido ah, hermosísimo. Yo creo que esto no se repite y si se repite me voy con un casco, con chalecos, <risa> con un montón de cosas, pero ha sido único cool. y hermoso. Hello, uh, my name is Janice, and I. what's inspired me? Um, learning, really just as a person, not really as an artist, but as an individual, uh, to listen to people and uh, be more understanding, because you uh, take time to actually listen to people, not just hear it, acknowledge it, and toss it off, but just sit with it, um, and, and how to be brave. Like these ladies were just saying, you have to be brave enough to know that it's not going to hurt if you are yourself or you share a truth or uh, you share an opinion that you have based on your own personal experience that might not be a popular opinion at all, mm -hmm. but it's your life mm -hmm. or it's how you view something. And being okay with like maybe there will be an argument, but it will be in a respected, it'll be handled with respect. Because you can disagree. This is what's wonderful, actually, being able to disagree without losing the respect and staying at the table. That's mm -hmm. important. Mm, cool. Yeah. How did this group come together? Like, we've heard that it was a really interesting casting process. I know it was two years ago, so that is a long time away. But, how, yeah, how did this group of diverse women, as people have been saying, come together? And also, I think, how did you see that casting? What drew you to be like, I need to be part of this? Mm. I think, ¿qué es lo que te inspiró a hacer el casting? ¿Y cómo fue el proceso de casting? 100 Years of Solitude had been on my list of to read books for decades, and I never got around to it. And so this came along, and I thought, well, that's kind of like an indication to go for it. Um, <laughs> as far as the, the, pros, the presentation itself was quite demanding. We were asked to, um, given all the female characters and we had to create we had to write a monologue based on that character and uh, we had to come up with names of women we admire from the 100 the last 150 years mm -hmm. 
uh, choose the least one and talk about her, her life, why we admire her. So, for instance, I cho chose uh, Susan B. Anthony because she got the vote for women in the U.S. And so I presented her entire life story, mm. plus in, uh, the woman who helped her throughout life, uh, Elizabeth Cady. And... And what else were we asked to do? The five images of solitude. Five images non of solitude, yeah. nonverbal. Yes, just images mm -hmm. of what um, what solitude is to us. What else we? That was that was a lot that because the lot. the monologue or the presentation could be, it was you know up to five minutes. So it was mm -hmm. we were expected to come in with something. And I'd worked with Aluna before, so yeah. I and I've known Bea for twenty years. I first met her on on TV, mm. <laughs> television, and then we kept running to each other. And uh, back then, twenty years ago, she said, "I'd like to start a theater about Latin American works." And I said, "Good luck." <laughs> 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 and now you're here. Yeah. And so um, it's always good to go back to a company, to work with a company where you've had a good experience and yeah. the end result is good. It's something that you can appreciate. And I think this will be a, a fascinating mm -hmm. presentation. At this point, we don't know because we still don't quite have a, um, a finalized script. We're still struggling all over the place, but... I trust, I trust that it will be good. Yeah. yeah. So for the piece itself, you all needed to read the book, the Cien Años de Soledad? Yes. 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 We spent the first uh, chunk of the workshop, almost two years ago, mm -hmm. um, really going through the book and um, talking about and concentrating on the female characters. Who were these women? What were their stories? What were our stories within those stories as well? And, and really mm -hmm. looking at... Um, the, the themes, the images, the sounds that Marquez was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went the in depth sounds. and we were, yeah, there's, it's a very, when you read mm -hmm. the book, it's, it's really yeah. incredible if you pay the attention smells. to the smells. It's a very, sen very sensual. sensual. Yeah. 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 It's a very, very sensual book. It's a remarkable work. It's, and we were assigned chapters, three right. chapters each, you know. Today, you know, you, tomorrow you present, you read these chapters you read chapter one and then you give us the highlight of that and what you make of that chapter two chapter three sure. the first yes. month was all about yes. going through the book and then the women and we each had to we all had to improvise every female in that every yeah. character it's and so that's how I got to see who yeah. you you're you know more like this character and you're more like that character and that took a while you know, mm -hmm. about a year. Yeah. <laughs> we generated a lot of work. We did. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was constantly... If only the whole thing were published as a book. Oh, gosh. <laughs> la, la cosa es que no estamos haciendo 100 años de soledad. Empezamos eh, con las mujeres, con algunas mujeres de 100 años de soledad. Como preguntándonos, ¿qué es la soledad? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you started with the inspiration, with the foundation of this book and the characters in it, but it seems like you've gone somewhere else. Yo creo que, que la idea también viene de la Bea. Además, son personajes universales, pero muy particulares también en Colombia. I'm like really curious about what you've learned about solitude. Like, what did you discover about solitude throughout that work? 
Nothing I didn't know before. <laughs> a lot of moments of solitude. Just yeah. how to express it. Mm. Yes, that's been primarily how to express the solitude. I would say, as far as you know, how would the project, as been described, since you say it's, it has become something else, it's not no longer the women of that. I was asked just recently by um, a director in town. So tell me about the project. I can't wait to to um, see it. I read One Hundred Years of Solitude in university, but I. No, tell me. And I thought, well, what am I going to say? And I said, well, we took the women from 100 Years of Solitude and uh, uh, brought them into today's world, mm. turned them into archetypes, and put ourselves into the archetype. What, who are we Is that archetype? She said, so it's, it's a completely new, it's work. It's not 100 years of solitude Absolutely. anymore. Yeah. And I said, unless you read the book, unless you read the book again, just before you see the show, then yeah, you'll recognize things from the book. Otherwise, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Because after all, time has passed and we are telling stories that are true. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the great scenes that was cut today is because it wasn't... <laughs> all true there was fiction in it mm. yes. and so it's like no we cannot have fiction mm -hmm. it's like it's as uh, Liliana said and uh, when when the first day I met her she said well this is not um, it's not magical realism it's yeah. realism and then Bea read uh, Marcus uh, uh, Nobel acceptance speech mm. and he says the same thing it's not magical realism, it's realism. He just tells it in such profoundly uh, creative metaphors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what happens in that book is really the history of Latin America. and It's very real. And that's why we have to be real. Yeah. We have to stay real. We can't mm -hmm. make up stuff. It's got to be us. Yeah. I don't think Bea was ever interested in a straight adaptation of the no. piece no, no. at all to start with. And that was very clear from the, from the beginning. But the way that it's kind of grown with, like you said, ourselves inserting ourselves yes. into the archetypes. That's yes. a beautiful way of putting it. I'm going to steal that because <laughs> I've been trying, <laughs> trying to figure out how to describe the piece. That's how right. I've been, I've been describing it. it. And everybody says, oh, so it's a brand new piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's inspired by, it's a starting inspired. off. Inspired, I'm inspired. Mm. No, son ustedes. Mm -hmm. y, pero fue un proceso, es un proceso como mágico. No nos dimos ni cuenta. Because I'm so curious about how you have developed this for two years. It's not like you were rehearsing the whole time. No. no. And it keeps no, changing, we were, right? We were, not the way Toronto works. Yeah, no, we no. were. No. A lot of it was generating the work. So the first year was primarily all improvs, all of which was recorded. And uh, Bea had to watch it <laughs> like many hours many, of recording. Many. And many she hours. chose which of those scenes were of interest. And, uh, and this year we met only a few times. About a week each time. Week. I would say January and February, then we had a bit of a break. And now yeah. it's been almost every month since uh, yeah, just mm -hmm. July. Yeah, so that we meet for a week. Really. And One then thing about the first year, I just remember this because of how I came into this. Uh, there was more workshops and viewpoints workshops. Mm -hmm. Yes. Training with voice yeah, coaches. Yeah, there were different yes. teachers that she brought in. Trainers. 
So the the group got a chance to train together. Did you work as a trainer? She was the trainer. She was the originally the. No, I did four four boot campy workshops with the ensemble. And then I read the book, and now I'm here. I think you said you gained respect for actors. Yes, because before I called them talking heads, I went to Seneca. I studied how to be a producer and a director and, you know, the person behind the camera, the the writer, the power, the Uh god. (laughs) And I called actors talking heads, and I thought the job was easy because they just regurgitate script. And now I have a completely different opinion (laughs) because Mm. I have so much respect for, for actors being able to be emotive and be honest and real and um, be brave. So now I'm wondering what would you say the show is about? In in the description that we read online, there was like really interesting statements like, is home a house? Is home a homeland? Mm. So is that what the show is about? It, it is very much about who we are now in this city, mm-hmm. on this land. Like what does that mean? Um, I think that's very much a part of it. Responsibilities as an actor, mm-hmm. I don't know. As people, responsibilities. As people, as oh, yeah. women. Uh, what is yeah. the Modern world things. that we envision? Yeah. Right? Uh, yes. well, well, you know, just just uh, having the parallel, like we created um, Macondo. Mm. The Toronto can be Macondo. It's a place where birds sing and people gather. And we try to figure out how to live with each mm-hmm. other without destroying each other, ourselves, or our environment mm-hmm. with our different opinions and all this other mm. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So much that <laughs> happens in Macondo could be, you know, parallel on many levels to what happens here and now. Could you mm-hmm. share what Macondo is? Yes. What is Macondo? Macondo is here. Yes. Uh, I fear it out because of yes. Macondo here, like, is the, the place in 100 Years of Solitude where this is a community. It's the town that's founded. It's the town that's founded by people who came from elsewhere. Mm. It's like, so, you know, Toronto, people have come from all over the place. Canada, my God, the whole world is here. Macondo has this community that came, doesn't tell us exactly where they came from. They just came from other places and created this community and uh, the men are a certain way. But I don't think we've ever also been interested in presenting this idea of like women are inherently better Angels? smarter purer <laughs> kinder no, no. anything like that no, not at that all that has boring no right? not oh. with this crew especially <laughs> no no actually there's more if any uh marcus has more to say about that than we do we are being very kind when it comes to you know let's not bash men we don't do that no. at all. No, no, no. we're not and interested in not that. Not that uh, Marcus does that, but just describing the personalities of the men and the personalities of the women, the women really are stronger mm-hmm. and they have more distinct personalities. And there's rivalry and there's darkness, but there's also creativity. They know how to keep their families together, how to keep the community together is the uh, play only in English or there are many languages I many yes I, yeah, I know que contigo hay español yeah there's a yeah. lot of <laughs> Spanish en mi caso soy la que hablo en español mm-hmm. 
mm, a veces hay otros lenguajes que entran, mm -hmm. pero más que todo es inglés, ¿cierto? Yeah, yeah. I speak Armenian um, every once in a while. Sí, que es divino. Pero lo bonito de todo esto es que en algunos ejercicios, ejercicios todas las, la mayoría de las mujeres están hablando español también. Sacaron con pico, mm. empezaron a decir algunas palabras en español. Yo las empecé a escuchar casi todas y yo decía, qué belleza. En dos años aprendieron palabras en español y las trajeron al escenario. Y se escuchaba divino. Para mí fue como si me levantaran así... Y me dijeran, te hemos estado escuchando estos dos años a pesar de que, a pesar no, aunque hables inglés, te hemos escuchado. Y esas uh -huh. palabras se han quedado con nosotros. Es hermosísimo. Y, y bueno, y cuando hablo inglés yo me río mucho. Yo creo que uh -huh. todo el mundo se va a reír. <risa> Pero yeah. afortunadamente las tengo a todas, a todas ellas a mi lado. Yeah. Mm. Ninguno se va a reír de tu inglés. Yeah. ¿Y qué le hace? Y si se ríe. <risa> <risa> pero ha sido muy, muy, muy lindo como ya están entendiendo cómo hablo yo inglés porque mm. al principio, al principio de, ¿se acuerdan cuando mm. eran los primeros dos años? ¿qué dijo Liliana? Mm -hmm. pero yo estaba hablando seriamente en inglés mm -hmm. ok, this is my, my thinking bla, 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 bla and I say, what Liliana something like that and now I'm speaking in the same way a little more better They understand. Mm -hmm. They complete, complete. That's sí, you a get an English class out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah English, English for free. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's something that you, I feel. Mm. Algo que yo sentí y siento. Mm. I am super intrigued to watch it now. Super intrigued. Because you have told us like little things, but I'm like, but what? It's the show. Like, ah, uh, sounds like an ecology. pushing us more and more is that the more personal that you are on stage, the more universal the mm -hmm. story becomes. And I think that's what, uh, mm -hmm. if we can, if I think that's the goal that we're working towards is that if you make it about you and you make it about as fully about you as possible, uh, then that's going to tell the most universal story that people will be able to relate to. But um, uh, it's funny. It's surprising. It's, To us, it's still surprising. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I find I'm like, oh wow, uh, it's um, it's challenging. Mm. I think in the best possible way. Very challenging. Well, yeah. The, yes. What yeah. I love about it, though, it's an all-female cast, but I don't feel that it's like a feminist thing, no. which is no, great. it's not a manifesto. No, no, it's no, not no. a statement. <clears throat> it's it's not a lecture. Like that, but, nothing. Uh, it is about, I guess, just speaking as a indigenous person this is like my space this, this is the land we stand on and it doesn't belong to me i take care of it but this is my home and everybody comes here for various reasons and everyone needs to be free and and have a space and we all have bloodlines going back home 
but we all came here for a reason. And I think it's important to acknowledge that. Like the whole piece to me feels like a really cool land acknowledgement on its own without standing in front of mm -hmm. the audience at the beginning saying, we'd like to take a minute, and then it's just this monotonous thing with no feeling because I feel that the land acknowledgement in general has lost its real meaning. Because like, even I don't know if you've noticed this when you go to theater and there's a land acknowledgement and you look at the audience, half the people are like still on their phones. <laughs> That's horrible. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, uh, yeah, if you, I'm not saying come to the show because it's a big land acknowledgement, but it's woven in beautifully and you should come to the show if you want to see something that has never been done before. Um, if you want to be moved, if you want to laugh, uh, if you want to see real theater from an honest place, come to the show. Also, I just want to, I just have to say the designers that we are working Fantastic. with oh, yes. are beyond beyond. So it is such a treat mm -hmm. to be able to experience their vision with it. Oh, mm. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. What, what, something that just came to mind right now is there are supposed to be eight main stories in the world. And it's occurring to me there are eight women. Oh. <laughs> and every story is, you know comes from one of those main eight stories and of course we don't have anything horrible like you know one of the main stories would be murder etc none of us have done that or <laughs> can't write about things but you haven't experienced because we are so distinct eight very distinct women all the stories are so very different no yo creo que hemos trabajado oh, yo sí yo creo que hemos trabajado duro honesto Honestamente, hemos uh, respetado mucho el teatro como es, como actores, actrices que somos y como artistas que somos. Mm, ahí está, o sea, que si quieren ir a mirar como, como eso, muy rico, pero sí, muy rico que nos vean, pero también yo creo que ha valido mucho la pena todo este trabajo para, para crear eh, formas nuevas. Yo no sé si con este trabajo lo hagamos, pero es un inicio, pero sí formas, porque a veces las formas son, siguen siendo um, las formas que nos han, han traído. Entonces vamos a ver qué pasa. Uh, one final word, I would uh, I'd like to say that where we could really connect, or in my mind anyways, to uh, 100 years of solitude is that, as Marcus said, it's not magical realism, it's realism. This actually happened. Everything in this story is told in metaphors, but it's all true. And what we're saying is all true. There's truth in everything we're saying. We're not acting. Mm -hmm. We're not, this is a fictional script. We don't have fictional scripts. We're telling stories from our hearts and our souls, and they relate to solitude. And if I say more than that, then I'll be revealing things that should be <laughs> I think that's a great way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Radio Luna Teatro is produced by Aluna Theater with support from the Metcalf Foundation, the Laidlaw Foundation, the City of Toronto, the Canada's Council for the Arts, the Ontario Arts Council, 
and the Toronto Arts Council. Aluna Theatre is Beatriz Pisano and Trevor Schwellness, with Sue Ballant and Gia Namens. Radio Aluna Theatre is produced by Camila Diaz Varela and Monica Garrido. For more about Aluna Theatre, visit us at alunatheatre.ca. Follow at Aluna Theatre on Twitter or Instagram, or like us on Facebook. Follow and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts.